This is a Federal News Network podcast. Every year, it seems, people become more dependent on battery power. Even the Defense Department is looking into electric field vehicles. Now the Defense, State, and Energy Departments have launched a consortium. They want to work together to help advance battery technology. Here with the details, the Acting Director of the Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy Office at the Energy Department, Dave Howell. Mr. Howell, good to have you on. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be here. First of all, let's talk about the Energy Storage Grand Challenge Draft Roadmap. What is that to kind of set the scene here? Sure. So the Energy Storage Grand Challenge is a comprehensive program within the Department of Energy to accelerate the development and commercialization of what we call next-generation energy storage technologies with a particular purpose to sustain global leadership in energy storage technology and deployment. It's a collaboration within the Department of Energy. The Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy is a big part of it. Office of Electricity, Office of Science, ARPA-E, and many other offices within the Department of Energy have a lot of interest and support for energy storage technology development. And so we all come together. The roadmap will actually develop that comprehensive strategy across all of our office to uh, help us support the development of and, and acceleration of technology development. The roadmap will actually cut across lots of different tracks. Uh, we call a technology development track, a manufacturing and supply chain track, also you know, technology transition track, how we get these new technologies out into the market. We'll look at policy and authorities to help enable uh, the establishment of domestic ecosystem for energy storage technologies. And we'll also have a major pillar on workforce development for the nation. It seems like one of the grand challenges is some kind of step function in battery capacity because only incremental improvements have been made in recent years and everybody's waiting for the next big thing in batteries. Is there a next big thing and is that something you're hoping to discover? Yes, we do have comprehensive programs in the new battery technologies. We've made a lot of headway over over the past several decades in energy storage capacity. You see that through the lithium-ion batteries that are being deployed today. A lot of those technologies that are in those batteries were developed in some of our science and applied research programs, and we do see those being commercialized. And we also see a, a large opportunity to increase the technology performance of battery storage technologies. Even lithium-ion batteries still has some headroom for advancement. But other battery technologies, uh, such as lithium metal, a little different than lithium-ion, but lithium metal can possibly provide two times the energy density of current lithium-ion batteries. You hear a lot about solid-state chemistries that use and, and, and enable lithium metal technologies also coming into play. And then, of course, for stationary applications, there's the batteries like sodium ion and what we call advanced flow batteries as well. And you're not simply looking at the transportation sector, which is a big one, but also everything down to maybe hearing aids and little tiny batteries. Yes, particularly for the Energy Storage Grand Challenge it has three particular focus areas. One is on the bi-directional storage, which would be what we would typically say is a battery technology, but we're also looking to develop possibly methods to store energy chemically. 
And it's also into that storage-type medium itself, whether it's bidirectional, electrochemically, or chemically. There's a part of the energy storage grand challenge that's focused on how to convert that energy to power. So it's power conversion equipment is a major component uh, of most energy systems, and it's included in the grand challenge. So the grand challenge is focused on many different technologies and many different applications as well. We're speaking with Dave Howell. He's the acting director of the Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy Office at the Energy Department. And tell us more about the consortium that you have formed with the State Department and Defense Department. So as part of the Energy Storage Grant Challenge, as I mentioned, Energy Storage Grant Challenge has a broad array of technology-focused areas, really focused more on convening the offices within the Department of Energy to accelerate the development. The Federal Consortium for Advanced Batteries is a little different. It's more of a subset of what we're doing in the Energy Storage Grant Challenge, but somewhat laser-focused on the lithium battery technologies that I mentioned earlier. And it's actually broader than the Department of Energy. Uh, We just signed a charter, the Department of Energy, with the Department of Commerce, Department of State, and the Department of Defense to form what we call the Federal Consortium for Advanced Batteries primary efforts for the consortium are to coordinate the federal interests that are associated with advanced batteries and then develop an integrated federal strategy to accelerate the development of of a robust, secure domestic industrial base for advanced lithium-ion batteries. So it's coordination across the U.S. government agencies, all of our advanced battery efforts to ensure continued alignment. Um, It's the development and implementation of an integrated domestic battery strategy that's included. We'll identify opportunities for tech transfer across agencies um, with uh, particularly focus on the lithium battery technologies, sharing information regarding battery advancements, sharing ongoing and planned efforts. Um, Also, we want to uh, collaboratively assess the current domestic and international competitive landscape, uh, engage with key industry stakeholders uh, in the supply chain, and then, of course, uh, support any key U.S. government policy initiatives to protect and enhance and grow uh, domestic battery technologies. I mean, a big issue is the fact that so much of the raw materials for the advanced batteries comes from China and other places that we'd rather have domestic supplies for, and that would help return manufacturing of these high-tech batteries back to the United States. Is that part of the thinking? Yes, it is. And as I mentioned, the federal consortium is really focused on the battery supply chain all the way, starting with raw material supply, And not only raw material supply, but how do you actually refine those materials to be battery-grade materials and then develop those battery-grade materials into things like advanced cathodes, advanced anodes and electrolytes, all the way through battery cell production and pack production, even into the end of life of battery spent batteries. Uh, How do you recycle them and recover the critical elements in those batteries? You mentioned um, critical materials are are a big issue in in many of the important products uh, in the American economy. You hear about rare earth elements, for example, and those are essential to the manufacture of high-strength magnets that are used for electric vehicle motors and even offshore wind turbines. Lithium-ion batteries do not have rare earth elements in them, although they do have critical minerals in them, such as cobalt, lithium, and nickel. And often those sources of those minerals are from potentially unreliable foreign sources. 
So the Federal Consortium for Advanced Batteries, our consortium, will investigate ways in order to enable the U.S. industrial base to develop and supply those types of materials, whether they're from domestically sources or from our allies as well. So that's a big part of the Federal Consortium is to ensure that there's a reliable, robust supply chain of key battery materials in the future. So it's easy to understand how both state and defense would have an interest in this for the long term. Yes, and the Department of Commerce, of course. And do you think we'll ever get a double-A battery that doesn't leak when it gets old? (laughs) Well, yes. I'm going to say yes, because that's why we're working on solid-state batteries. There's no liquids in solid-state batteries, hence the name. So by definition, it would be a battery that would not leak. There's no liquid there. Let's hope so. (laughs) Dave Howell is the Acting Director of the Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy Office at the Energy Department. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. We'll post this interview along with a link to more about the consortium and the Grand Challenge at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your battery-powered device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.